Leggings aren't pants. I said what I said, and yes, you can fight me on this. Hello, my friends, and welcome back. This is Andrea Epolito, and we are together celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love. I don't know what's happened lately, but there has been an over-casualization of America. Is that a word? Casualization? I'm not quite sure. But generally speaking, I don't know if this is just the passing of time. I don't know if it's because we have been faced with so many rules and we're rebelling. I don't know if it's because we're just tired and sloppy. But the way that I have seen many people dressing, and specifically many wedding professionals, it's incredibly concerning. And here's why. The minute you walk out of your house, you are a walking, talking billboard for your business. If you don't care about how you look, if you cannot take the most basic steps to getting dressed and putting yourself together, if you make absolutely no effort and you put no energy into how you look and how you move through the world, then I truly do not believe that you inspire a level of confidence and trust with your clients and with the community at large. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story. It's very possible that you have heard this story before, especially if you've seen me on stage or if you've watched my YouTube videos, but it is worth sharing again. So about five or six years ago, I needed to have dental surgery. And I went in dressed for comfort because I knew it was going to be a long day. I knew I was going to be uncomfortable. And afterwards, I needed a few things for the store. Now, I'm somebody who believes I can do all the things myself. And so I went, I picked up my kids. My mom's like, I can do it. I'm like, nope, I'm going to go. And I threw my kids in the car and we went to Trader Joe's. Now, my daughter was little. She was sitting in the cart and my son is walking next to the cart. I am a hot mess. I have on dirty sweats. I actually don't even think they were sweats. I think they were like those medical scrubs. I had on a zip up hoodie and I'm not even kidding you. I had no bra on, just a tank top underneath. My hair was in a messy bun. I was sweating. I was drooling. And I just had on these like dirty, like UGG inspired shoes that I used to wear around the house as slippers. So I'm in Trader Joe's. I'm in the produce section and I see this woman staring at me. Now, immediately, I don't think much of it. I'm like, maybe she's looking at my kids, whatever. But I move through the store, and I notice that this woman keeps looking at me. So I pull my kids a little closer because now I'm not really sure what her intentions are. I turn the aisle. I'm in the frozen section. This woman is now looking at me. Then she's looking at her phone, and then she's looking back at me. So now I'm starting to think, do I know her? How have we met? She obviously feels comfortable enough to stare at me pretty blatantly. And the third time I turn the aisle and I see this, now I'm in like full mama bear mode because I have my kids with me. This time I stare back and I am giving her a very aggressive energy. I am not breaking her gaze and I'm making her very uncomfortable. And so she very gingerly kind of walks up and says to me, excuse me, are you Andrea Epolito? And she turns her phone around and has my Instagram and she says, the wedding planner. Now, in this moment, I see a snapshot of myself and I have every intention of lying and saying like, absolutely not. But my son jumps in and he's like, yes, that's my mom and she's very famous. 
And in that moment, I immediately regretted ever teaching him how to speak because this woman is super excited to meet me. And she proceeds to tell me how much she loves my work. And now she's like, do you have a second? Let me show you like my Instagram and my Pinterest. And she's got all of these inspirational photos of mine that she has had for years. And as she's about to ask me for a selfie, I think we both realize that I probably smell. And she looks at me up and down and realizes that no good can come of taking this picture. And she says, I'm so sorry. I think I've caught you on an off day. Now, I'm dying inside because we don't have an off day when we are the face of a brand. And so I'm now stumbling and I'm trying to apologize. I'm giving some insane excuse. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I had dental work. It's like all nonsense spewing from my from my mouth. And I'm watching her kind of pack herself up. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll just stay on touch in Instagram. And in that moment, I realized that I had broken trust. I had told somebody who potentially may have been a client, who was absolutely a fan, and who had been following me for a long time. I had told her that I don't care about beauty, that my website and my Pinterest and my Instagram is a lie, and that no matter what I say about celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love, that in that moment, I didn't care enough about myself, my business, or her potential business to just put myself together. And in that moment, I vowed to never again leave the house without looking polished. So what does that mean for us as a community? If you are listening to this and you work in a hotel or a venue, it's very likely that you have a structured and old school style of dressing that's required of you. You may be told that you need to wear a suit every day or that you need to wear a dress or some sort of coordinating separates. But for the rest of us that are either small business owners or we represent a very artistic strain of the community, what does dressing professionally today mean? And why is it so important? First of all, I I really do believe that dressing well is a form of manners. I believe that your styling creates an impression of you and that the way that you present to the world can either build trust or break it. How you show up matters. I have never again gone out of the house in anything that wasn't at the very least fashionable and polished. If I'm running errands with my kid and I'm wearing like workout clothes, I still make sure that they're fashionable, that they're clean, that they fit well, that they're on brand. It doesn't mean that I'm in a full dress and hair and makeup every minute, but it does mean that every time I leave the house, I think to myself, If I were to run into somebody today that wanted a selfie, do I look Instagram appropriate? So the first thing that we as creatives need to do is make sure that whatever you're wearing, that it's clean, that it's well-tailored, that it's pressed. There is no reason in the world to ever show up anywhere looking disheveled. Now, maybe it's my age, maybe it's my OCD or the fact that I come from the East Coast, but I am one of those people who still travels with a change of clothes in the back of my car just in case I spill coffee down my blouse and I have to walk into a meeting. These things matter. You need to be mindful of the actual items that you are choosing to wear when you are going to work. Now for me, leggings are not pants. If you are a dancer and you're doing something interpretive, then okay, fine. There's a good chance that you can wear leggings. If you're an acrobat, leggings might be appropriate. 
But I don't believe that you can wear leggings and a t-shirt as a standalone to a meeting. You need to have on something else. A polished sports coat, a fitted blazer, a sweater. In some segments of the industry, jeans are very appropriate. I know a lot of photographers that show up in like really great smart jeans and a blazer to a meeting. I have no problem with that. I see DJs all the time coming into events and they're wearing great jeans and super exciting sneakers and they're wearing a blazer, they're wearing a button down. That works. But as a team leader, as a planner and in a designer, I don't ever wear jeans to a first meeting with a client. I actually don't wear jeans to a second meeting with a client, and I don't wear jeans on travel days. The only time you'll ever see me wearing jeans with a client is if I'm loading into an event and I plan to get dirty. And even then, if you have watched my videos, jeans are few and far between. Now, why is that? I have great jeans. I have beautiful, expensive, name brand jeans, and I know my clients will look at them and immediately recognize them for what they are and that they would respect the brand, but I don't believe that jeans properly represent who I am. I don't believe jeans represent the work that I am going to do for my client. And really, when I am in the room, I am a proxy for my couples. I am representing them in the space. And so I cannot show up and you cannot show up not being an appropriate business card and an appropriate attache for your clients. Another thing that kills me, why are we not taking better care of our shoes? I see people showing up cracked leather, women in heels that are scuffed and broken, or dear sweet God, they look like they're from an exotic dance club. These are not professional accessories. When you're meeting with a client, you need to make sure that your shoes very specifically look and feel good. If you can't walk across a room in five-inch stilettos, don't wear them. Your shoes should never be dirty, dusty, unpolished, cracked, or damaged. None of this has any place on your body, on your feet, or on your business. The same thing has to go with your jewelry. Now, I am all for body piercings, tattoos, jewelry. You may not know this about me. I actually do have a tattoo and I do have piercings and I love jewelry. But it's very likely that you have not seen my tattoo and you would be very hard pressed to have seen any of my fashionable piercings. This isn't about morality, but I do think it's important to understand your body art and the way that it fits in to your brand. Now, again, if you're an artist, if you're a florist, if you're a DJ, and you have spent years of time turning your body into a canvas, if you have a tattooed sleeve or forearm that tells a story, I think that's a great way to connect with your clients, to build a level of confidence, to talk about your art. And if that's the case, then hell yes, I want to see it and I want to put it on display. But I don't want to see random body art. I don't want to see random facial piercings. I don't want to see anything that is faded or fuzzy or perhaps inappropriate. If you have a tattoo that is being celebrated for you, then I definitely think as long as it's on brand, you can show it. But I also think that we need to be careful about the body art that we show and what it says about us. I I, you can sit here and say like, oh, it's terrible. We shouldn't be judged for the way that we dress or how we look. We are constantly being judged by the way that we dress and how we look. Jewelry, 
This is all about knowing your audience. I loved, you will never see me without my wedding ring, without a necklace, without a pair of earrings, but you have to be mindful about the jewelry that you wear and when. If you are going for a client lunch and you're going to be chit-chatting with somebody and this is about building a rapport and sharing and matching and mirroring, then yeah, show up with a stacked arms filled with bracelets and bangles, wear all of the jewelry, let it be something that you can talk about. I love jewelry. It's an expression of who I am. More often than not, my clients and I love the same brands. And so this is a great opportunity to bond. But I don't ever wear a stacked arms of bracelets when I'm speaking on stage or when I'm giving a presentation because the jingling and the jangling are noisy and distracting. So I don't wear jewelry that moves or makes a sound when I'm presenting design because anything that takes away from the design is a negative. So when you are out there and you are getting dressed to go to a meeting, I want you to think about number one, what your clients wear, what they love, and what they would appreciate, what they may have on in their lives, and try to match your personal style in a way that is authentic to theirs. Don't do anything that either looks overdone or really kind of garish and loud if that is not associated with your brand. Make sure that you are very confident and comfortable with what you're wearing, speaking to what your business does, and that it's put out there in a way that your client will accept and will love. Now, I expect a lot of you to disagree with me when it comes to laying oh my God, to laying to the leggings. And you might be a little bit offended by my take on body art. That's fine. We can disagree on all of this, but what I really want to do is I want you to think. I want you to think about who you are as a human being. I want you to think about the brand that you're representing. And I really want you to think about who your clients are. The way that we move through the world will either create a sense of trust or it will break it. So the next time you get dressed, whether you are going to a meeting, to a public seminar, to a pro mixer, or just to the grocery store, imagine that you are out and about and that you randomly run into your ideal client and ask yourself this, are you dressed in a way that is going to attract them or are you dressed in a way that is going to break trust and ruin your opportunity to do some really great work in the future? Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. This was my rant today on dressing to impress. Leggings aren't pants. I said what I said. And yes, I am here if you want to disagree with me. Until next time, my friends, celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love. This was Andrea Epolito, and I will speak to you soon.